Hey, Fadies, thank you very much for listening to The Fate of Ison. This is the first episode of Chapter 6, and the Apple Squadeth is back, baby! If you've listened to the previous chapters, thank you for joining us on this journey so far. Uh, you know as well as we do that the world of Ison is in some pretty deep doo-doo right now. Uh, if, however, you are joining us for the first time, welcome! I know jumping into an actual play podcast is really hard when there's already a huge backlog of episodes, so we will do our best to make sure you can follow along and be part of the action. I'm DM Brad, and to give you a very, and I can't stress that enough, very brief rundown on where the story is at, here is a quick recap. The evil Arkvale Empire was taken down by the United Arkvale Resistance when a special group known as the Apple Squadeth publicly executed the Empress in a packed coliseum in the city of Stonemore. They later learned that the Empress was actually an immortal being called Gilif, who would soon be resurrected inside a volcano called Timatanga in the far west continent of the Wild. The Apple Squadeth travelled to this volcano to intercept the immortal menace upon her inevitable resurrection. When they got there, they learned that something called the Brute Wall, an ancient magical barrier keeping dragons and gargantuan monsters out of the world, had fallen. This unfortunate event allowed Gilif to be reborn in her preferred form, a red dragon. They narrowly defeated her and one Squadeth member, Banfor Watt the Human Barbarian, became trapped in another realm eternally standing face to face with the God of Power. The remaining members, Marleycraf, a half-elf bard, Arcus, a cloud demon cleric, and Hodge, a giant flying wolf, flew up and out of the volcano and witnessed a world overrun by ferocious, unimaginable horrors. Yeah, so uh, hello players and hello Fades. Hooray! Uh, it's been a while since we've been able to say that. We are back and I am uh, DM Brad as always and I'm sitting here with one of our regular players whose name uh, will be said out loud by her mouth very shortly. It's Marley Craft. Hello, I'm back. And apparently I'm country now. <laughs> Yeehaw, lean into it, lady. <laughs> and we're also joined by a very special guest who will uh, be popping in with a character soon. And uh, his name is going to fall out of his mouth. And it is... James! <laughs> <laughs> it fell out. <laughs> it's the mononym known as James. Um, <laughs> Uh, James Blyseth from joining us from the Wheel of Woe podcast, one of our favourites that we've been talking about since day one. Day um, dot. You've heard us mention them many, many times, and uh, for good reason. They are very, very good, and you should be listening to them instead of this. Turn this off. And Why, are you here? Why are you here? Yeah. Listen to both at the same time. <laughs> yeah, it's do basically it, do... the same thing. <laughs> it's like when Linkin Park and Jay-Z did that mashup album. Oh my gosh, this is the blueprint. <laughs> this, yeah, mashup, um, Fate of Ison and Wheel of Woe. It was Collision Course was the name of that. Collision I remember course. 2004 yeah. very fondly. <laughs> is it is it Fate of Woe then? Oh, or the Wheel of Ice. <laughs> it sounds Wheel like a game Ice. show. Yeah, I like both of them. <laughs> Welcome to Wheel of Ice. Um, anyway, I've got my silly juice on. Um, my silly juice is on. I've poured it all over my body. It's Look, it's because we have someone from Wheel of Woe here getting us all juicy. <laughs> Yeah, we're not well, gonna no, we're not I, gonna do the talking about drinks thing, James. I'm sorry, no, we're not. That's fine. that's fine. I'm drinking La Croix. Oh, shut <laughs> up! 
Um, yeah, we are unfortunately due to uh, various life circumstances not joined by uh, our other major player, Jules Daniel, aka JD, but they will be joining us again soon. In the meantime, who would like to get back into Chapter 5 after a very brief recap? Oh, 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 I do. But yeah, it's Chapter 6. <laughs> I have no idea who I am and where, where I am or what I'm doing. Apples. Okay, so very, very briefly, at the end of Chapter 5, the Apple Squadeth fought the immortal being known as Gilliff, who had been resurrected as a red dragon um, due to um, something called the Brute Wall, which is a magical barrier that has kept things like dragons and gargantuan monsters out of the world for umpteen thousand years, 15-ish thousand, I think, without checking the wiki. You can check that yourselves if you want to, ison.fandom.com, or just listen back to every episode we've ever recorded, because I think I've said it a few times. <laughs> um, so, yep, Gilliff had become a red dragon, and they fought her inside an ancient dungeon called Timatanga, uh, which is inside a volcano on the western continent of the wild. They defeated this red dragon, and then Banfor Watt, our human barbarian friend, uh, he wandered over to a shiny golden pool in the middle of the volcano mouth and touched the water and immediately, poof, disappeared. His consciousness traveled to the realm of Krover, the god of power, where he sat on a rock in space face to face with this gigantic golden man of a god and the god offered him two choices. You can either die or you can return to your body as my slave. Banfor being Banfor opted to choose neither because he does not like to be pushed around by gods and just sat. So he is eternally trapped just sitting in front of the god of power until he makes a decision. So Marley and Arcus and Hodge, the wolf, saw their friend Banfor touch this pool and disappear. End of story. Where is he? They don't know. Uh, Marley cried out in agony at the very sudden and unexpected loss of her friend and unleashed a thunder wave that shook the room. Uh, and then they immediately climbed aboard Hodge and flew out of the volcano mouth uh, high up into the air so they could try and just escape that scene and get access once again to talk to Hadet, the god of knowledge, who could not speak to them inside the volcano. They exited up high up into the sky, they cleared through the smoke and saw that the world is fucked. Everywhere they looked, in the distance, shapes flying through the sky, gigantic creatures in the water, huge things stomping and stalking the land. It is Monster World. So right now we are we are in the game. This is it. It begins now. I just want to say, Brad, is this is this just to get us back for all of the Jurassic Jurassic Park? <laughs> because hey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> I've been waiting to ask that question for a long time. So, high up in the air. I'll, I'll try and do this all like narrator style. Like, let's do this. High up in the air, above the mouth of the lightly smoking and smoldering volcano, you open the dimension locker to commune with Hadet, the god of knowledge. But before he answers, Arcus's whole body glows a bright, blinding blue, and just for a second, another cumulus figure, just like them, mists into view beside them. The figure is hazy and unfocused, like it's not really there, but you can sort of make out a shadowy black cloak, and maybe some kind of wand in its hand. The cloak-wearing cumulus then fades away, and Arcus has just enough time to give you a concerned look 
before they suddenly disappear. I can't help but think this has something to do with Arcus's backstory. If only I'd known what Arcus's backstory would was. Oh, weird, you can go back and listen to it on Arcus's backstory. Sykes episode. That's right. So now, Marley is riding Hodge alone, high up in the air, well, that's above good. the volcano. Marley's got issues about being left alone. <laughs> um, with the open locker. So you would have a very brief moment of whatever your thoughts are following Ar- Arcus disappearing. Yep. Which is shit. Shit, 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 disappeared. Arcus disappeared. Are you about to There's monsters everywhere. Like, yeah. Marley honestly would be hanging on to Hodge. Like, hanging on to Hodge's fur. Just, like, crying. And thinking, shit, 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 shit. That honestly would be what she would be thinking. Yeah. So the dimension locker door is open and you hear, Hey, Apple Squatteth, I hope you come out of Timatunga soon. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world and I need to talk to someone about it. And then there's a brief pause. Some very, very big things just flew across the frozen continent, Magus. Oh boy, there is some crazy stuff coming your way. Oh gods, the whole frozen continent has become a battleground. The returned creatures are turning on each other. I'm trying to read their thoughts, but they're too crazed. They've been in stasis for so long, it's like they're catching up on thousands of years of pent-up aggression. Well, I guess if they kill each other, that's a silver lining, right? Right? Please tell me it's okay. Oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. The entire city of Osrin was just completely obliterated by a gigantic blue dragon. All oh, those poor people had no chance. Thousands and thousands of... Oh, Sorgamul's gonna be busy with that one. Squatteth, please come out of that damn volcano and talk to me. This is Haydet, by the way. <laughs> okay, you're out of Tibetunga. I have access to your thoughts and what the hell's just happened to Arcus and Banfor? I can't sense them on any of the planes where I have influence. They didn't die, so so they must be uh they must be somewhere. I'm gonna have to talk to Sorgum all about that too. Okay, okay. All of that opens. Jules's reaction is to laugh because like who the hell else is gonna be talking out of Hades Lucker? <laughs> so good. So good. Anyway, uh, Molly's reaction is, duh, duh, what the fuck? I don't even know where Osirin is. Have I played there? Wait, don't think about that. <laughs> and then, and then is, is like, hey, hey, I'm, I'm alone. Uh, you know I'm alone. Um, shit. Um, you don't even know where they are. Oh God, hey, it what do I do? And then just like slams the locker and then sort of counts to 10 and then just sort of opens it again to see if there's anything there. Well, I understand that you're obviously distressed. I mean, losing your friends like that in such a mysterious way that even I can't help you. Uh, I, I, I totally get it, but you're not completely alone. You've, you've got Hodge and, and me. Uh, is that enough? Molly's <laughs> uh, uh, having an actual crisis and panic attack now. Uh, 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 like just losing it in the middle of the air and it's like right okay right okay who else 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 and it's like 
panicking and then it's like resistance 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 i have the resistance right i have the resistance maybe i could contact the resistance somehow do you know where the resistance is where should i go hate it where should i go hate it and then like slams the door again <laughs> i just before you open it and talk to him again i just want to remind you that you finished chapter five with two hit points I just want to make sure you know that. Oh yeah, it's it's still on my character sheet. Cool. I can see it. Two out of seventy-eight. That is a concerning number. <laughs> so she's looking. That's why I mean. That's where she's asking. Where do I go? Yeah. Because all she yeah. can see is chaos and unsafe places. So that's why she's asking. Yeah. And then counts to like fifteen this time because she realizes she's freaking out. Like. And she's like trying to talk herself down. She gives herself a bardic inspiration. She's like, you can do this. You can, you've got this. And then just kind of opens the door again. Yeah, I think the resistance is a great idea. Uh, they know you and you know them. And quite frankly, at the moment, it's probably your best option. And uh, uh, Marley, I, I know you've got a lot on your plate right now, uh, but uh, someone needs your help in the desert behind you. Uh, oh, fuck. Okay. Uh, do you wanna do you wanna help me out with that? Uh, okay. Uh, what am I looking for? Uh, and I gotta fix myself up. But yeah, okay. What am I looking for? Actually, I've put a little something in the locker to help you. Uh, I know you've had a very harrowing day, and you're in desperate need of a rest, or at least maybe this could help. <laughs> I pick I pick up whatever's. And because we've still got the piles of gold in there, eh? So it'd be pretty obvious yeah. whatever's not gold. <laughs> yeah. So there is a, a small vial, clearly a potion. And it is, like, completely clear liquid, like vodka or something, or water. Ooh, is this, like, that that lolly water stuff that you gave us before? Oh, no, we've still got apples, too. We've probably yeah, still got we've, apples in there. We've, we've still got, I think, some, some of the apples. I haven't been counting them. No, uh, I've got it written is... down somewhere. This is a potion of supreme healing. Okay, beautiful. Yeah, so Molly, because Molly trusts hate it, no reason not to trust hate it. So she'd just reach down, pick it up, and shrug her shoulders and chug it. Yeah, that's 10d4 plus 20 hit points. Uh, nice. Are you rolling that or am I? Uh, you can. I'm not rolling 10d4. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three, got a digital four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten roll that is what dnd beyond is for hallelujah okay so 10d4 is 32 plus one 20 uh yes so when you turn to the desert at the southern side of timatanga's base um Mm -hmm. you can see that there are three flying blue shapes that sort of swoop down and land on the sand and at first it's hard to make out any detail due to the heat rising off the desert but once your eyes adjust to it, it definitely looks like it's three dragons. They are all a lot smaller than Gilliff, mm-hmm. and they're all definitely blue dragons in colour. They they land on the sand, and the three of them start sort of violently pushing something around between them. You can't tell from this distance what it is, but it definitely looks like they're antagonising some kind of prey, like they're playing with their food. Okay. So Mali sort of strokes Hodge a bit, as if to sort of communicate, it's okay. I'm still here. I know what I'm doing. I swear. I just had a mild panic attack, and then sort of wheels Hodge around to point at that down there, 
and then sort of kicks Hodge to be like, off we go. Here we go. Yeah. You know? Do you want do you want to roll a quick animal handling just to see how responsive he is to being pushed? Because he's had an ordeal too. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. He'll have messed him up as well. Uh seventeen. Okay, yeah. He's he's up for it. He just just giddy ups, uh, flies a, a combination of flying and running in the air. Like his wings are doing yeah. the work, but his legs look like they're running. Um, and as as you He's barrel so towards these three much smaller than Gillif dragons, um, you um, do notice that. That's my cross. That's my crossbow. What are you doing? Kills <laughs> was just doing a very weird. I thought that was a signal. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like rock fingers, but like the other way. <laughs> Um, yeah, so you see, so these three blue dragons, each about the size of like a pony, like a small horse. Mm. So these are definitely not like grown-up dragons, and they there are two dead, or at least dead-looking at the very least, humanoid bodies on the ground. But the thing they're pushing around is very much a living humanoid creature. Uh, so you see a, a, a humanoid creature down on the ground with uh, long orange hair with some blue streaks in it they're wearing uh strips of leather uh from the distance you can see that they're kind of formed together in tiers of alternating brown and dyed green skins and there are like from a distance you could probably see that there's like strips of dyed light blue leather um strips like really small strips that are tied together around the forearms uh kind of like homemade bracers almost and uh, just some brown leather shorts with dyed light blue leather boots um, and very pale light skin like a human but if you were uh, if you were to look closer you could see that they have freckles um, but those freckles aren't normal human colors they're like blue freckles covering much of their skin awesome uh, and from the from the air you can see that they've got a tricorn hat on uh, with little tiny slots on each side for some ears to poke through. Awesome. <laughs> I love it. So yeah, Marley, you're flying towards this trio of dragons pushing around this half-elf man with the tricorn hat? Yeah, so as I get close, I just start sort of rage screaming, you know, like, ah! you know, and I, and I get and I get so amped that like Hodge does it too and he's like like <laughs> and then when I get within firing distance I just like shorter than like 90 foot but not you know not 30 foot somewhere I'm in the middle and then I just fire crossbow bolts at two of them so okay, one at so each we'll make two attacks then and that will be the and then we'll do initiative so John, the, Wick, John Wick style coming from the sky. I love it. <laughs> so the dragons, if you want to tell them apart, there's one that has dark blue scales all over. Um, cool. There's one that has pale blue scales all over. And then there's one that has um, dark blue scales with a yellow on the underside. <laughs> it's got a yellow belly. I'm firing at that one. <laughs> <laughs> yellow belly. <laughs> so I'm for you, dragon. I'm firing at yellow belly and pale blue. And the lowest I got was... A sixteen. Um, sixteen does not hit. Okay, so then the other one is a twenty. Dirty. Okay, let's roll some initiative as well. Yeah. Now that that's done, so the twenty hits. And he only takes six damage, but he still takes six. Yeah. Do you want me to roll initiative as well, or is this my chance to run away? 
<laughs> um, well, the Bye. thing is, you, you can roll you can roll initiative, and your turn can be running away. You may Perfect. not get, you okay. may not get to run away before someone kills you. <laughs> Mainly Marley. Sorry. But what was your initiative, Jules? Eleven. This was going to work out real well, eh? Going in with half my spell slots, half my health. <laughs> I reckon it's going to be great. It's all on you, James. I just can't wait to see you 1v3 dr- some dragons, dude. <laughs> I literally just get to watch. I put all my stats into perception so I could watch this fight from the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so, James, what did Kevin get? Uh, Kevin got a nine. Right, uh, can okay. you? I'm sorry. Can you say that name one more time? Because we didn't hear that already on the podcast. That's uh, that's Kevin. Kevin. Uh-huh. Kevin. Kevin yeah. Kevin. Kevin. He'll introduce himself later. <laughs> if he lives. If he lives. Um, okay, so sweet. So um, you fire off two shots, one at Pale Blue, one at Yellow Belly, and Yellow Belly mm. takes this bolt and just does this, like, it's a dragon roar for sure, but it's it's not very, it's not that fierce. It's not <laughs> earth, yeah. it's not earth rattling. It's not fear inducing it's just like <laughs> stop it stop doing things at me i like to think hodge just goes back <laughs> oh hodge um, am i rolling initiative hodge no he works on my turn yep he's my um, pet i remember if you if you want we can add him as an independent combatant it's your call that's nah, so good it's so good okay. we'll do cool. it on my turn then in which case yellow belly is definitely going to turn towards you and hodge mm-hmm in response to getting hit by the bolt, and you need to make a deck save. Fun. DC is only 12. Well, I rolled a 14 plus 7, so 21. Okay, can Hodge roll a deck save? He if you're can. riding Hodge, actually it should just be his, so if you just take that roll and add his decks, because technically mm-hmm. he's the one who's dodging stuff. 17 then. Okay, yeah, so that's fine. So the yellow belly dragon turns its head towards you opens its mouth and this just straight shot of lightning shoots out at you and hodge does this uh, evasive maneuver to not get hit by it and now it's marley's turn i think marley is just going to continue to fuck shit up uh she doesn't want a thunder wave because she doesn't know how hurt this person is so will hunters mark yellow belly um, as my bonus action, and then just okay. continue to fire both arrow bolts at this thing to try okay. and get it done with. Can you do two attacks now? Yeah, I can. Attacks per action twice. So technically I should be able to fire four bolts at it, plus my hunter's mark. Um, so let me see if I hit first, because that one's only an 18, and that one's a 21. So they both hit cool so plus the other one is sorry math is not my strong so that's 28 28 doing well this yellow bellied dragon uh, fires the lightning bolt at you and you you dodge out the way and respond by pumping it full of four crossbow bolts that all sort of hit it in its yellow belly maybe (laughs) maybe um and we land like okay, on the cool. ground and i'd like to land really near the figure as near as i can without you know getting okay. hit by yeah. dragons it, it yeah. was it 
so the three of them were arranged around it in a rough triangle and it's in the middle so now you sort of put yourself in the middle of all of them three of them mm-hmm yeah do you dismount yeah. as part of your turn as well or do you stay on the on hodge on the ground uh not yet because i'm not sure about this figure right so i just yeah. i like we we land next to it and as I'm firing, kind of like boom, 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 and then land, I'm like, you're right! <laughs> yeah, so the yeah the yellow belly one roars as the four things hit, and it seriously sounds like it's just going like, Mom! Someone's hurting me! And now, um, with this elf, half-elf woman riding a, 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 a flying wolf, uh, has just landed next to Kevbin Dugnut, and it's his turn to respond. Ah, <laughs> uh, my savior from the sky? Is that who you are? I didn't expect anything other than death. But uh, here you are, and uh, here we are. Uh, uh, and he is going to cast Flaming Sphere out. So we'll do... Uh, let's do it on yellow, uh, at yellow belly, as I see them get hit by the all the arrows everyone's ganging up on me <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so any creature that ends its turn within five feet of the spare uh must make a dex throw so uh i'm gonna do flaming sphere and then i'm gonna uh run over and cower next to the huge flying wolf okay <laughs> so this flaming sphere is it just what it sounds like it's a sphere of flames uh, yeah, so um, I kind of like uh, snap my fingers, and uh, this little like bit of sand that I was holding in my hand like sparks and like flies down my arm through my feet, and then like you can see it kind of sparking across the sand, and this huge ball of fire erupts underneath the dragon right there, um, and it is it is like a diameter sphere of fire. Oh, you know what? It does it next to, right next to, because I, I missed unoccupied space. Right, so okay. right next to Yellow Dragon. <laughs> yeah, so as a reaction, it just goes, ah! <laughs> yeah, closer to us, like blocking us from not on the outside. Oh, that's good. So yeah, Yellow that Dragon makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You do it behind it, so it pushes it closer into you. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Come here, dragon friend. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, Dark Blue is just going to... Eat me. It's, it's going to also try and shoot lightning. Uh, it's going to maneuver itself around so all three of you are in one line. Mm -hmm. Perfect. And it's going to open its mouth. Like that. Yeah. It's going to open its mouth and it's going to shoot lightning. So Hodge needs to deck save for both of you. And cool. Kevbin needs to deck save. Uh, DC's only 12. Nice. Mm, is that it? Nice. Nice. How's a 5 do? Poorly. <laughs> has a 19. Um, oh, actually, sorry. I was meant to do half damage on your save before, Marley. So for your first turn, uh, so it, so for the yellow bellies one, I need to roll. Yeah. And is only Hodge taking this damage, seeing as Hodge is doing the roll? Uh, nope. He's just doing the dodging so for both of you. Yeah, cool. So we're both taking the damage, yeah. Yeah, because you can't really dodge without him. Um, yeah. 100%. Okay, so for, yeah, for your first one that you successfully dodged. Oh, nice. Don't kill my pet again. Yeah. 24, you take 12, you both take 12 lightning damage mm -hmm. from the first one. Uh, and now this one that did hit Kevbin. Oh, okay. That was low rolls. Kevbin takes 14. So I take 7. So, yeah, you, you, you take that this time, and Marley and 
Hodge half it because they succeeded. And let me just see if he recharges. He does. Hooray! And Pale oh, Blue. You. <laughs> you know what? Pale Blue is going to do the same thing again. These are these are tiny little lightning dragons. They are going to do what works. Um, mm -hmm. So this one's just going to be at Marley and Hodge, I imagine. And yeah, deck save. Nice. 13. Just made it. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, and more low rolls. Good. Hodge is only on 21 HP. Because yeah, so Hodge nine, also took damage last session. Yeah, 19, um, half to 8. Cool. Oh, half to 9, uh, sorry. Yeah. Math. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, math is hard. Yep. And uh, does he recharge? He does not. <sighs> okay. And now we're back around to Yellow Belly, who is going to just try and. It's going to try and bite his prey that he brought here um, with his friends so Kevbin is going uh -huh. to doesn't want to move closer to bite right uh, oh <laughs> yes it does it's going to have to move through your sphere in order to do that but then it doesn't does end it... It, it won't end its turn in the sphere though. yeah 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 this is a poor choice of spells is it within five foot though so it's starting its turn oh within, within five, feet. five feet you're right yeah that's right. what i that's what i said i was like I'm yeah pretty i missed sure the within. i missed the within i missed yeah. the within you're right yeah. but it's starting its turn within five feet that doesn't mean it's going to end its turn within five feet no right, but it right. has to go through the sphere which is in between us and it maybe okay well yeah either way of how the spell mechanics are written um roll some damage for it to just take and then it's going to try and bite you at the same time yeah uh okay well, yeah do, do things at the same time. Uh, that was seven for the 2d6. Okay. Cool. So yeah, it sort of takes an awkward flight around your flaming sphere and gets burned a little in the process and uh, flies around to try and attack you and I will assume that a 13 does not hit your AC. Hmm. You would assume wrong, Sarah. <laughs> 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 oh, Amazing. Max damage. Yeah. It, um, it bites down on you for 13 piercing. Oof. And four lightning. Oof. Brad, stop trying to kill our guests. <laughs> so it, just, it just chomps down on your shoulder and shocks you with its teeth at the same time. And now... I learned... To not build an intelligence, wisdom, charisma-based character <laughs> in, in a combat episode. Uh, and now it's Molly. <laughs> okay, so Molly reaches down to this cowering figure being shocked or bitten to hell <laughs> beside her wall. I'm not cowering, you're cowering. <laughs> and just, like, pulls this figure up, Hodge. You know, just, like, like throws um, Kevbin on the back. Of that's, an that's an athletics check. Yep, yep. I'm aware. I'm just hoping for a really good roll. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't? Do you want to know what it was? Yeah. Yeah, I thought you might like to know what it is. Have you got the... Have you got the... Chaos curse? Have you got the chart already? Yeah. Boom! I do not. Oh! We are back with some chaos babies. Oh, no. Please look... <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> yeah. 
I thought Kevin might survive for like more than 25 seconds. Please let this be a good one. Please let this be a good one. Oh my god. I can't! I can't. I would love if Kevin died in literally one round of combat. <laughs> Roll me a D100, Jules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate you. Um, oh god. What is that? It's it's the double zeros plus a one. That's a that's a one. So it's a one. Yeah. Okay. I rolled a one. <laughs> oh, you've had this one before. Uh, oh no! Oh my god, the timing is amazing. So you've just am I falling? Tried... Yep. You've just tried to pull this newcomer onto your flying wolf, and suddenly out of nowhere, your brain is. 100% convinced that you are falling yep. from a great height. Everyone has advantage against you and anything you do, you don't get disadvantaged yourself. Just everything you do is flavoured with the fact that you think that you are 100% falling. Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> you know what Molly does when she thinks she's falling. Oh it's, no. It's, it's now canon. <laughs> She's like, shit, 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 shit. (laughs) There is a massive (laughs) force of thunder that comes out from her in the direction of these fucking dragons. So the only one that was close by was Yellowbelly, who was biting Dugnut. Uh-huh. But, um, yeah, Kevbin and Hodge both need to roll con saves. Fuck. All right, let's do this thing. It's a a cute... It's a cube originating from me. So it's a cube from me. Okay, so I can, leave, I can leave Hodge out of this because he's yeah. under you. Yeah. So just Kivbin and Yellowbelly. I like I mean, that I got picked up. Like, I got picked up off the ground a little bit <laughs> after just being, like, bit the shit out of and then just thrown away by a fucking <laughs> Only if you fail. <laughs> Oh, only if I fail a con save, right? Yeah, yellow belly got a twenty-one. <gasps> I rolled an eighteen plus one is nineteen. Oh, thank God, because my con save is seventeen. <laughs> it's really high. <laughs> oh, nice. Thank you, so we, they still take oh, half damage, though, right? <clears throat> yeah, you take half damage, but I rolled kind of crappy too, so I only rolled twelve. So, um, so you only take six damage as this massive wave of thunder just. <laughs> over you. Holy I'm shit. Like, shit, I'm falling! <laughs> so this boom of thunder emits from where you are and sort of echoes across the surface of the desert. And just for a second, all three dragons sort of look around as if they're expecting something to happen to that. And now it is Kevbin's turn. God damn Perfect. it. <laughs> um, so Kevbin is like, Okay, I am way in over my head here. I, yeah, I, my, my savior from the sky. I thought you were my savior from the sky. <laughs> so he says up as he just like puts a hand on his shoulder as he's just like <laughs> he's bleeding from the bite and uh, puts his hand up to his shoulder and just pushes some dirt into there and is like, you gotta, you gotta get through this, Kevin. Uh, I'm gonna cast Cure Wounds on myself. Uh, at let's do it at third level, so that'll be three d eight plus four. Uh, so that's twelve. Oh wait, 
I only get to roll one of those. Just re-roll. Of course. So that's 13 plus 4 healing back to myself. Um, and I'll... <laughs> it's okay. That's okay. Uh, and I'll be like, uh, uh, what is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? <laughs> so ah! I, like, <laughs> reach up and grab, <laughs> grab her arm and I'm like, what is wrong with you? So I'm on the ground. <laughs> Uh, and then as a bonus action immediately just realize the danger that I'm in and just like let go and uh, look Hodge right in the eyes and just say like I realize now you're my savior from the sky I must (laughs) become like you and just like as I reach out to go pet his face my hand starts to turn furry and uh, I, my whole nice. body, like the first, expands up to my shoulders, and I just like stand up as a polar bear, standing up and just <laughs> as a polar bear. Polar bear in the Amazing. desert. Nice. Polar bear in the desert. That's right. Is this I lost? Yeah. <laughs> this is lost <laughs> because Molly is very lost. <laughs> and dark blue is going to uh, reflexively. Oh, yeah, there's still, yeah, there's still dragons. dragons. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> It's going, <laughs> um, going to sort of fly torpedo-like, just barrel itself into this woman who is screaming for some reason <laughs> and waving around wildly. Uh, and with advantage, it's going to try and both bite and knock you off of Hodge. Fair. Uh, that is a 20 unnatural. Yeah, that'll do it. I'm only on the class 15. You in this bite, you only take six piercing and three lightning. Mm-hmm. As it sort of bites you, shocks you with its teeth, and then lets you go as you sort of fall back off Hodge. Now you now you genuinely do fall. Yeah. But, but you hit the sand and then keep thinking you're falling. <laughs> and it flies. It continues flying for about twenty feet. Over to the other side and then lands on the sand. And now it is Pale Blue who is uh, going to take to the skies. And that's his turn. He just wants to get away from this polar bear that's appeared in his midst. He doesn't know what it is. He's just going to fly um, 40 feet up in the air. Yeah. And now we're back around to Yellow Belly who has taken all the brunt. So <laughs> Yellow Belly has really been hammered. He's going to try and take advantage of the the um, screaming lady on the ground 16 that is a natural 20 with advantage ouch fuck okay it's gonna fly over this is not good ravage shitty rolls though so that's still only 9 piercing and 2 lightning okay as just yellow belly flies over and like you're lying down on the ground, so he just sort of this face, dragon face, appears right in front of your face, and he just chomps down on your face. You got a dragon eating your face. Most <laughs> <laughs> action Molly's had in ever. Uh... And it's a yellow belly dragon. That's what makes it the worst part. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Now it's Molly's turn, and as it's been six seconds, um, her chaos curse has run out. Yeah. And she's, she stands up, swears, because, like, she knows what this is now, so she's like, fucking, oh, I'm gonna get you, you bloody frigid bitch! Uh, <laughs> and 
and like just like tracks you know it's like as this thing flies over the tops gets her with lightning or whatever and then like tracks it and fires off four arrows again towards this thing she's like god damn it you know right, so i'm normally much better at, than this all four at yellow belly who's on like yeah. e- who's eating your face yeah pretty much yeah that one's gonna hit because that's a 22 and that one is definitely gonna hit with a 25 okay so you don't need to roll damage it's only got five hit points left nice cool yeah because she did like fucking 28 or something so uh and then sort of reaches out towards this dude and is like sorry i'm cursed shit happens uh and and yeah maybe try not to fall anymore yeah, she's like. Is that like, what you were doing? Look, I'll explain it later. We don't have time right now. Um, which is her bardic inspiration song, and just kind of bardic inspirations you. And I should say, I, I keep say I say that, but it comes out as ah, yeah, because I'm a polar yeah. bear. <laughs> yeah, because I'm a polar so, bear. <laughs> you can add a D8 okay. to check saving throw bollocks um, anytime you like. Sweet. I can my movement be Hodge's movement, like as in I will stay and Hodge will move. Yeah, Hodge, Hodge can move instead. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm going to get Hodge to, and she's going to just point at it's pale blue who's still around, twenty feet off. Uh, or dark, dark blue's blue? on the ground. Pale, pale blue's flying. Yeah. So dark blue at twenty feet off that flew the other way, and she's just going to be like, yeah. get him, and just point off in that direction. Hodge is going to go loping off that way. And she's like, okay. stay, stay out of the lightning. Do you hear me? Rokray. Rokray. Scooby-Doo. Okay, Murray. And yeah, Kevin the polar bear. Uh, Kevin the polar bear is going to go rush at Yellowbelly. Um, and... Oh, Yellowbelly just got killed. Oh, yeah. Yellowbelly just got killed. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they're, they're both in the air, aren't they? The other two. Uh, no. no, the other dark, one's dark blue on. is not. Dark blue is not. Okay. Yeah. So it's got Hodge, Hodge is flying towards dark blue. Okay. And pale blue is up in the air. Okay. Uh, so I will move over toward dark blue as well and just run over. Can I make it an attack in this? Yeah. Turn. Okay. Yep, you definitely uh, just do whatever a polar bear would do. Yeah. Which is run Eat at it, and it. Uh, I'm going to try to bite and claw at it. So we'll do. Purple dice okay. for the bite. Green I see a 17. Polar bears don't have any kind of um, pack tactics or anything with wolves, do they? Because Hodge is right there. Uh, no, I wish. Yeah. That'd, be, Damn it. that'd be pretty dope. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, so the bite uh, the bite is going to hit. I, You said 17, right? Yep. So 15 plus 7 is a number that is high. Uh, yeah, 22. 1 plus a 7 is not so high. Correct. So the claw isn't going to hit. So the bardic inspiration can't go towards damage, right? No, it's just the no. check. It's a d20. Okay. D20 yeah. roll. So just the bite will be a seven piercing damage. <laughs> Oof. Okay. Yep. Polar bear charges over to this blue dragon, um, this dark blue dragon, and just chomps down its big old polar bear teeth. And the dragons are probably roughly the same size as you as well. Yeah. Uh, okay. 
Yeah, maybe a little bit smaller. I'm a large. I'm a large beast. Yeah. In life, uh, as my character, I'm a medium beast, but uh, in life, I'm a large beast. So as a result, the (laughs) dark blue is just going to uh, just directly reciprocate and just try and bite you as well. And I'm gonna say, look, dude, this is nothing personal. It's just you brought me here. Uh, this is this is your choice. This is your decision. <laughs> I don't know where you came from, Bear. We brought we brought a human thing here. Um, that is a twenty-three to hit with the bite. Mm, if only, if only that um, would hit. <laughs> uh, that is seven piercing and five lightning. Seven and five. Okay. So it chomps down on the polar bear's shoulder, just to give it some flavor. <laughs> mm. Got to get that polar bear flavor. Um, and Pale Blue up in the sky is just going to watch how this pans out. Pale Blue does not like that its yellow belly friend just died. And it's concerned now. It's just going to hover at 40 feet up in the hopes that it's safe. And we're back around to Mali. Hey, Brad. Smells. <laughs> I love how you put yourself nice. down. Sick burn. <laughs> <laughs> on yourself um hey um i can't actually remember if i've played my saxophone in the last day or not you have not you were going to play the song of doom against Gillif, but you decided yeah. that you couldn't waste two turns on it yeah okay so marley is in a huff <laughs> and she's annoyed and so she just as she's like off you go <laughs> Odge, and just swings around this golden gleaming saxophone to her front and just is like (laughs) and just starts Jurassic Jurassic Park (laughs) okay so your whole turn now and your whole turn next round are playing a song yeah and who are you intending to hurt with this uh the one that's up in the sky if I I can I don't actually know the distance of my saxophone I don't think we set a range. It's, I, I think it's probably just if they're within, within hearing. earshot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as long as this thing is going to plan on staying within earshot, that makes sense to me. Uh, well, I yep. wouldn't know that, but yes, that thing. And Kevbin, who, who is locked in um, sort of uh, a biting game with the dark blue one. Uh, I'm going to do the same thing. Bite and claws. Uh, and with... With Bardic Inspiration, do I have to use it before or after I roll? Uh, before Brian's uh, After you roll. Before it. Yeah. You know your target, but that's okay. I haven't said it. I haven't said if it's a pass yeah, so, or fail. So roll, okay. and then okay. use it before he says. So we're doing the same thing. So purple is the bite. Uh, I'm going to use the D8 on the purple. So 8 plus 3 is 11... 11 plus 7 is 18. 13 plus 7 is 20. So it does an 18 hit? Yep. Okay, so they both hit. So D8 and 2D6 plus 10. Seven, ten 10 plus 10 is 20. 20 damage. As the polar bear comes in and just like rips under the belly of uh, dark blue. And then the claw comes in and just like latches onto the backside to pull in for a deeper bite. Nice. You two are very firm. This is kind of like what Arcus would be doing with them, except. <laughs> 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 except 
protect it with biting. Yeah, um, it's, it's like a sweet, it's like a sweet bro hug, but I bit into the belly. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, it is in that case going to just yeah, same thing. You, you two are just going to be exchanging bites. Oh, although this time it's definitely going to fail. That is a three. Plus, Yay. yeah, five, so eight. So that doesn't get you. Um, so yeah, you're locking down on it, and it roars to the sky, and it comes back down from its roar to try and bite you, and like it's your shoulder isn't where it was a second ago. So it just clamps down its jaws on nothing. And Pale Blue is watching this back and forward between you, and Hodge is just standing next to you. <laughs> Like assessing, I imagine Hodge is like in like an attack stance, like waiting like, for this moment. Yeah, he's doing like that thing where it's like almost they're like play pouncing, and that's kind of what it looks like. He's like, what? yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> like a dog who's who, yeah, you, you, you're you're shaking the stick in front of him, going, you want you want stick? And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. You want to bite the dragon? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bite the dragon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The dragon. Do you guys see the Isle of Dogs? I imagine the fight that I'm having with the dragon looks like that, where it's just the only thing you can see is a cloud of smoke with like yeah. limbs poking up every now and then. Little stars <laughs> coming out the side. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to decide what Pale Blue's going to do. If he's going to try and save his dark blue friend from the polar bear or if he's going to attack the wolf who's currently preoccupied by not doing anything or if he's going to be attracted to the sound of the saxophone and try and shoot lightning at um, old saxophone lady. Can Molly mo- like dodge while she's playing? I don't actually know that. That's that's a question. Um, no. I mean, you could you could use movement on, on your turn. Yeah. But, like you can't take the dodge action or anything. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 I just meant, could I even make a deck save? Because I don't, you know. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna leave it to a die roll. Uh, D6 of oh. one and two. He's going for Marley. Three and four. He's going for Hodge. Um, five or six, he's going oh. for Kevbin. <laughs> oh no! I'm not quite uh, sure what what one I want. Supposed to be like, who's getting uh, lightning? I know, I'm Woody now. <laughs> I'm the five six. Ah, <laughs> um, <laughs> that's so true. It's a six. It's a six. I'm Woody. <laughs> Sorry. Um, okay, so yeah, you need to make a deck save as this pale blue one up in the air. Okay. Tilts its mouth towards you, opens up its jaw, and just this bolt of lightning shoots out. Okay. I am very good at this as a polar bear or Kevin plus zero. Oh my god. It's only a DC 12. 19. Nice. nice. Clutch. So you only, you, yeah, you take half damage. Uh, that is 16, so you take eight lightning damage as you you release this biting grip that you've got on the dark blue one and just in time to sort of flip out of the way of this lightning that sort of strikes right next to you and explodes the sand up and you just take a bit of damage from like the hot sand belting against you and i kind of it with my polar bear palm slap the pale blue or the dark blue in the face and say like hey hey i rolled you out of the way you don't want to get hit by that it's gonna hurt it's gonna hurt dude <laughs> thanks <laughs> mom doesn't want me to come home with scars yeah no i don't blame her i, I, <laughs> I go for a bite and claws again <laughs> my next turn. uh we're back around to marley this is your second turn playing your full commitment uh, yep i can't remember if it happens at the end of this turn or if it happens at the beginning of your next turn i don't know you made the rules 
I'm gonna say it happens this turn. Fuck it. Okay. Why not? Let's let's OP it. Let's. Um, cool. So you just stand there. You keep playing for a, a, just a second or two, and then suddenly the pale blue one up in the sky, who just shot lightning down at your new friend, it just sort of like jolts. Its body just goes like, uh, and then it falls out of the sky and just boom on the sand. <laughs> yeah. It just Mali's took 80 so necrotic is. damage. Yeah, Mali's yes. Song of Doom does 80 necrotic. Yeah, yes. I have to give up your turns to do it, but... <laughs> awesome. So it was clutch. It, I needed I needed you to take that, that hit, <laughs> because if yeah. it had hit me, I would have had to roll concentration check to Happy keep to going. Happy to do it. Yeah. Happy to do it. Um, and yeah, now it's Kevin's turn. And Kevin's only the dark blue one is alive. Okay. Um, oh, the other one died from that. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to try to roll this other one over and just slam it down on the ground and bite and claw into it for finishing move. Okay. Finish him. Roll two sweet-ass attacks. Oh, 17 and a 19 on the die. Nice. That's two hits. Sweet. So 1d8, 2d6, plus 10. Uh, 9 plus 3 is 12, plus 10 is 22. Okay, describe the way that your biting and clawing kills the dark blue one. Yes. Um, <laughs> so I roll it over and slam it onto its back and be like, and I'm just growling at it, but in my in my brain I'm actually saying words of like, I didn't want to be here, I, di- I didn't ask to be on this stupid boat, and I didn't ask for you to... I didn't ask for you to rescue me. I, I just, ah, and just bite into its neck and just shred it. And like the animalistic nature takes over in me and I kind of find myself shredding it eventually and just like transfer back into Kevin and sit down <laughs> on the ground next to the dragon, like leaning against its dead body, <laughs> just breathing hard. <laughs> like Bruce yeah. Banner coming down from the hole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Molly's slung her saxophone back onto her back. You hardly know it's there, and she's just whistling with her hands in her pockets as she walks up, you know. <laughs> How'd you do? <laughs> hey, sa- savior from the sky, right? Yeah. Sorry about the whole falling thing. Like I said, no. I'm, ki- I'm kind of cursed. I mean, you-, you flew down far enough, so the the falling, you know, you had to fall at some point, right? <laughs> It's it's a it's it's a weird psychic. I think it's like a balance, you know, like when you get like you know off a ship and you're still kind of rocking. You know, it's it's kind of like that. Oh yeah, I I know that feeling. I, I stand up and put my hand out, Kevin. Hey, I'm I'm Molly Craft. Maybe you've heard of me. Banfall's gone, and now Arcus too. What the infinite hells is happening to our heroes? Isen is falling apart, and baby blue dragons are just the beginning. I want to take some time right now to shout out an amazing New Zealand-based dice and gaming company called Dice Vault. Uh, They are New Zealand-owned, as I just mentioned, and it's run by players just like you and me. Um, They aim to bring you the perfect dice for your play and to complement your favorite character, be they a barbarian, a rogue, or maybe even a highly talented saxophone-playing bard. Uh, that's their words, not mine. They said that Marley is highly talented, and I, 
she she, she I ate. Uh, Fate of Ice and listeners can shop now at uh, www.dicevault.co.nz and use the code RESISTANCE to get an exclusive 20% off their next purchase. 20% off! So dicevault.co.nz, promo code RESISTANCE to get 20% off. What? Now go loot the Dice Vault today. And as everybody knows by now, we could not be making this show at all without the love and support from our awesome Patreon supporters. Uh, they are Alex White Robinson, person who wants to stay anonymous, Robert Baldino from Not Quite Heroes Podcast, Irene Cucci, Laura Christine Goodman and James Blyser from Wheeler Woe Podcast, Sajo Hodgkins, Laura Douglas, Mel Zergel, Roger Affamata, Sam Malcolm from Table Tales, Karin and Flows, Lion Flake, Kai Dealer, Brianna Cavalsa, Kevin Swift from the Dice Cop, Ben Edwards... Ben Edwards, <laughs> Ben Edwards, Victorian Gavin Porter, Daniel Nichols from the Happy Go Lucky Podcast, KP Squish, Alexandra Litkais, Andrew Evans, Danny Holman from the Garadova Podcast, Kevin Carver, Dakota Shemansky, and our newest supporters, Damien LeBreton and Carolyn Jeffries. Thank you, everybody, for joining the resistance. Um, if anyone else wants to do that and make this list even more impossible for me to say, uh, jump on over to patreon.com slash fateofison to check out the reward tiers and see how you can get involved. Uh, otherwise, we would really appreciate if you just write a nice review for us somewhere. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, Podchaser, or just tell your friends about us. That would be pretty sweet. All right, uh, that was episode one for chapter six. We will see you next time for episode two to see... Uh, What's going to happen in this desert situation? Because I have a feeling that things are about to go from bad to worse. Okay, bye! You see, looking up from the ground, blood-red clouds boiling across the sky. You did ask me to bring the thunder. Dejan! <laughs> Dejan! Uh, help! I've got the chalice, please! Well, if they're following you, then I guess that takes care of a loose end for me. <laughs> All of you feel the earth beneath you shake and crack and break. I feel that I have failed both of you. And I am sorry for that. This has nothing to do with you being a bad leader. Do you want a countdown? Oh, I think I want a countdown. I wanted Three, to help. I always had good intentions. I did not deserve to die. Now. The Lucky Die Podcast is a weekly 5e Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. Join our adventure every Monday wherever you download podcasts by searching for The Lucky Die. Necropoticon. Hard to pronounce? Easy to listen.